0: Welcome back to another episode of Love, Life & Legacy, a podcast dedicated to helping you navigate these hyper-sexualized times of ours. And in today's episode, Benji and I are going to unpack the conversation about mental health and sexual integrity. Because it's kind of a buzzword out there, and a lot of times when things become buzzwords, the, the nuance is lost. And so we wanted to get into the weeds a little bit about why it's really important to know when to stop and when to go, when to put on the brakes and when to put on the accelerator, when to lay on a couch and when to get up and dance. So if you're interested in staying mentally fit, spiritually fit, emotionally fit, then hop on in and let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody. Andrew Love here along with Welcome my back. patriot, Bianjay Uyema, And today we are going to help unpack a conversation that is, I guess, you've unwillingly or unknowingly already taken aside in terms of this conversation without even being aware of it. And so we wanted to talk about mental health because a lot of people are either, it seems like super hyper-conscious, overly like coddling a kid, like, don't touch that, don't touch that, don't do that, kind of like that with their mental health and they just don't do anything in the name of mental health and other people completely avoid their mental health right and they just say let's just push through it it's kind of like the male masculinity kind of male energy is just kind of walk it off and we wanted to talk a little bit about that because it really impacts your journey with sexual integrity because it's important to take multiple different tones with your sexual integrity it's not just to be one tone oh push 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 go 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 or Rest, rest, rest. I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later. So Benji, do you have any history with this with this topic? How do you deal with like when you're feeling burnt out or when you're feeling mm. like you're unraveling, you're a father of two, you got yeah. responsibilities? What happens when you start having that eye twitch? You know, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happens?
1: <laughs> My tendency, honestly, Andrew, is to push, push, push and to go, go, go. And... My first reaction to, you know, especially in the mornings is to like take care of my kids and to just do what needs to be done for the sake of the whole, right? And I am not so good at just like decompressing and taking a moment to listen to what I need to do or take care of myself, self-care, whatever you want to call it, self-help. But I do need that because if I don't, especially in the mornings, if I don't, then it really sets me up to be aggravated all day and frustrated at other people and take it out on other people. Because if I'm not at my optimal state, then I'll tend to just be upset at other people, right? Which is of course unfair and and unrealistic to expect everybody to be perfect to me all the time, my kids to be little good children. So I need to do something in the morning. Usually I'll just sit outside by myself (laughs) in a chair, looking at the trees in the backyard and Recently, I've been starting walking because I just like being out in nature. We have a greenway. Andrew's been to our house. We have a greenway behind our house, and I just go on there and start walking, taking a walk. Especially now that it's cold, because no one's out, and I can just kind of be at, be by myself. So, yeah, that's kind of my that's the to the extent of what I do for myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So we want to start out light, and here's the thing. Okay, we're talking about mental health, but that's the problem with. The topic of mental health is that it's so broad, broad. I turn into a New Yorker. It's so broad, broad. And this is, you know, I would say largely negative because everybody's reference point is completely different. Some people might think that, you know, mental health is like really like, you know, you're on the streets, you see that person who's really wigging out. They're on drugs. They got all sorts of issues. That's obviously mental health aspects. But then. There's the day-to-day just taking care of ourselves and what happens if you don't, you know, that doesn't have to be so obvious. And so what we're talking about is we just want to unpack it a little bit so that you can see how you're doing in both the big, right? Like making sure you're stable and all that, but also the small, making sure that you're enjoying life and that you're going with the ebbs and flows of your journey. Because if not, if you just push, 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 you're missing out on so much. And you and I, Benji, know many people who push, 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 push for 40 years when the result isn't so spectacular. Because mm. although you're working, you're not really doing it from a, a powerful state. You're a lot of times doing it from just this need to feel like you're doing something. And you're not actually doing much of anything. You know, if you, if you really look at the spectrum of somebody's life. Mm. So to stop and breathe and then to push, push, push what, with power is really, really important. And part of the reason why we're talking about this is, you know, two. One, on the one side, is like I myself noticed that I was getting like Benji. I think dad's. What I do not mean
1: know. getting like Benji.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, you know, just a comma. And awesome. then I was going to awesome finish video. the sentence with another comma. Go ahead. But like Benji mentioned, I could have said, I too was starting to unravel a bit this week. And I started to notice that my maintenance wasn't enough. So even though I meditate twice a day, typically I've been going to the gym a lot, Mm. eating really well, all this stuff was not, I wasn't getting enough sleep and that was kind of stockpiling. My sleep patterns are disrupted for many reasons. And so I was like, I put on the brakes and I said, I'm going to take a day off. And I, I first asked my wife and she's like, yeah, of course, which is awesome to get that support. And then I went to the spa and I, I, admit, I admitted this today in a high noon staff meeting, because this is not something that I feel like a lot of men are very, I went to the spa, everybody.
1: Good for it's you. Kind of
0: like you whisper it, you know, like, yo, by the way, I went to the spa, but I did. I went straight up to this. I did a ton of research and I found one that really sounded cool. And it was like with this one lady, she has her own practice. And it was the one thing I didn't even mention in the meeting, because I was still like, point of shame is I had it was first full massage, second, a facial, I got a facial bra. Mm. And then third, I went into an LED light sauna, infrared laser, laser beam, cellular sauna. But Mm. the reason I bring this up is because my body was showing me signs that it was exhausted, not because... I was overexerting my body, but because my mind was exhausted from lack of sleep or poor sleep patterns that it was now cascading into my body. And then it's like this ripple effect where little by little, you start to unravel. And luckily I can see it now. It's harder to tell when you're younger, to be honest, Mm -hmm. right? Cause Mm -hmm. you just like, you have boundless energy, but you know, forties right around the corner for me. And so my body's, much better at telling me and I'm, much, I'm getting better at listening. So for me, it was like I needed to do this in order to be more effective, right? So that's the first thing is like, how many of you out there listening should take a break a day or two, go somewhere for a weekend. If you're a parent, to have the guts to ask your family for a couple of days off of being a parent and to take care of yourself. We don't have a culture of that, especially in religious movements or spiritual-based movements. You don't, there's like no time for rest, right? But do you have the guts to admit to yourself first that you need a rest and ask for permission, however you need permission to, to take a break for a couple of days, especially if you're a young parent with demanding, needy children? Have you ever asked just to take off your dad hat, like from your wife, Benji? Have you ever had the guts?
1: Not for a whole day to go to the spa, no, <laughs> but, but I do like once a week, uh, go play volleyball with some of the guys and gals in our community, stuff like that, you know, kind of out of the ordinary of what I would usually do. But sometimes I do that. That's been nice.
0: Would you want to, like, if you felt like it was in the realm of possibility, would you, would you desire a day of plugging in? However, it doesn't have to be a spa day.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's very mm-hmm. much a me thing. Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, I would. What's preventing you from doing that? Just asking, just doing it.
0: (laughs) But what's in that? Even beyond the asking, like why why do you think that it would be a difficult, and I'm asking you not to put you on the spot, but as an example to probably most people listening, like why do you think it's so hard for you to simply ask your family to have a day to spend investing in yourself so that you could be a better dad and a better husband? Like why, Mm -hmm. why do you think that's complicated?
1: Well, to be honest, I'm pretty I'm pretty satisfied with the current lifestyle. To be completely honest, like I have a lot of well balanced self care in terms of fitness exercise. Like yesterday, I was went to work at a cafe, no, to work in a cafe, not at the cafe. <laughs> you got a part time <laughs> gig in a Starbucks. I went really far to a really far away place, and I walked through my old neighborhood that I grew up in, in Raleigh, North Carolina. I grew up in this really beautiful neighborhood. that That's where the church was. And I grew up in that church, really beautiful place. And I went to, to just see if I could meet some of the neighbors. And I just walked through it to, to go to the cafe. And it was like a few mile walk. And I was like, that was really the highlight of my week. And that was honestly like, I do that kind of stuff pretty regularly. So there's not something like outrageous or spectacular that I want to do. But yeah, I do I do try to intertwine a lot of Fun stuff like exercise, biking. I bike a lot to different destinations around our area. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I hear you. I think that's a great strategy—is to try to weave it into what you're already doing. But for all the people out there, I would love to challenge everybody. Is like, what's your excuse for not taking care of yourself? I think a lot of people, like yesterday, my excursion, I gave a nice tip to this lady. You know, it was a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> I definitely couldn't afford to do that on the regular. But I don't regret it at all. Part of me wanted to regret it, right? Because it's, mm. it's not usual that I would spend all that money and all that time on myself. But what's your excuse out there for not doing it? Is it money? Is it time? Is it, oh, I can't do that because I, I got to save the world, yep. right? To be right. honest, like yesterday, I got back after this thing. My wife picked me up. And then I just had a nap in <laughs> the <laughs> afternoon. I had a nap, dude. And yeah. then at night, I slept so well. So obviously, my body was in so grateful for what I did because I feel so well rested right now, much more focused and all that. So there out there, guys, what is your excuse for not taking care of yourself?
1: I think I can address a little bit with my morning routine of going on a walk. It took me a while to have the courage to do that, actually. Okay. And it's still hard to do because of the, I would say the the guilt of leaving my kids and wife in the morning to go on a, like, a 20, 30-minute walk. Sure. Feeling like, oh, like I, the opportunity cost of doing that is I'm not spending time, quality time with my kids. That's the opportunity cost, yeah. and I see that opportunity. And I'm like, oh man, I could be doing Legos or setting my kids up for the day, you know, to do a cool project or just kind of give them some energy and love so that they can, you know, do well throughout the day until the evening. But I kind of just realize, like, when I do that, I'm so much happier actually when I get back because I go, I take a walk, I I find this bench that's always. There's always sunlight hitting that bench through the trees. There's, and yeah. especially at the time I go, and I just sit there and I just like feel God, like, or whatever. I just feel love or try to listen to whatever my mind or conscience wants to tell me. And I sit there for like 10 minutes and then I walk back, you know, kind of like a brisk walk. And I just feel so much better, like more energized and more happy to give to my kids as opposed to waking up, you know, all groggy and be like, okay, what do I got to do? You know, what are we doing? To-? <laughs> so the crusty dad like where are where are we what are we doing? With that? what's going on <laughs> what do you mean you know I get I get so aggravated you know I say yeah, bad let's yeah, yeah. say terrible things to my kids but yeah, yeah so that's that's what's keeping me back is the sense of guilt but realizing that the benefits far outweigh the drawbacks of taking care of myself even for a little bit
0: well that's the crazy thing is like pay now or pay later right so again out there all all of you listening I would love for you to think back to all the kind of low points in your life and think about how much that point in your life would have been avoided if you were happy and fulfilled and how so much of it comes from our lack of connection to our power, which you know, doesn't happen when we're filled with adrenaline and filled with all sorts of negative chemicals that arise when we're stressed out and filled with anxiety. Right, which arises again when we don't take care of ourselves. So there's that. Think about those times. And I would say that there's a direct link between all of my for sure me, all of my low points in my relationship with my wife or my kids and my stress levels. How how deeply they were correlated and it could have been avoided if I just made that effort. Because the other thing too is your health. Like if a lot of people are like I don't have enough money to go to a spa, for instance. Okay. Do you have enough money to pay for all the hospital bills if you have a heart attack because you don't take care of yourself? You know, in, in retrospect, when you're in the hospital, you'll pay anything to stay alive. Well, what about now? If you're not, if you're feeling well, how much would you pay to stay well, right? Or to be happier? Let's talk about your sexual integrity. Let's talk about your journey in life. Like, why would you want sexual integrity? Why would you want a good relationship with your spouse or with your kids? It's because it's these moments throughout our lives, these precious moments that only are there when we're able to be present, right? So like a tender moment with your spouse, Benji, like with your wife, when you have that, when you just hug and you just feel like one or when 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 your wife says something to you and you just feel like, I love this person so much, right? Those are moments. And those moments are only available to us when we're present. And we're only able to be present when we're taking care of ourselves. When we're too stressed out, To notice any of this stuff, it might be all around us and we don't have access to it because we're too stressed out. And also like in movies and and music and all that stuff, it's not, you don't love every second of that song or that movie. You love the moments, the bits by, so it's like, how do you curate these moments? Well, you got to be in a state to look for them. You got to be in a, a joyful state. And so it's really worth prioritizing being in a high place, being in a joyful place Because that's where you're going to get your best ideas. That's where you're going to get all the good energy to do the things of your day. That's where you're going to have the best health. And that's where your relationships are going to be the most satisfying with yourself, with God, and with the people in your life. And so without prioritizing that, you might be working really hard. Great. But are you enjoying the journey? Because the God that you know is probably not the full, you know, God's toenail, you know, because you're working so hard, but do you know, God's heart. You know, the range of emotions, I was talking to somebody yesterday about like, we're meant to experience the full range of emotions in our lives. But when you're grinding it out, the only emotion you really know is not enough, like stress, anxiety, fear, scarcity, all this stuff exists when you're in the grinding state. That's not really a spectrum. That's a spectrum of gray, of like dark gray, light gray, (laughs) the rest of the colors are completely missed,
1: you know? What's an example of like something that really thrills you? gives you joy that you've done recently?
0: Yeah. So art, I don't prioritize art, creating or enjoying music, you know, all this stuff, if I'm stressed out. And even if I do listen to music, it's like, I don't feel it. I hear it, but I don't feel it. But when I'm, when I stop and allow myself to remember that there's this beautiful spectrum of emotions of color and all this stuff, and then you participate in it through art, either by creating or or observing or witnessing, whatever, then that's the stuff I can only feel when I slow down. Again, like I could see a piece of art, but if I have a meeting to go to, I'm like, yeah, it's a painting, who cares? You know, some guy with a paintbrush, some woman, what I don't know, I don't care. But when you really stop and take it in, you're like, wow, look at this. They really put something together here and you can even feel it. You can feel what they were feeling on some level, but that's only accessible when you slow down long enough to enjoy it, Right. And then it starts to speak to you. And then you start to realize that God is speaking through all these small moments, but you're not listening. You're deaf to it. You're blind to it because you're running at this light speed. And when you're, let's say you're going down the highway and you're going 90 miles an hour, you're going to notice a lot less than when you're cruising at 20 going through a park, you know, you'll see the squirrel, you'll see that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Biking. Exactly. But both are good. You know, it's, to just stroll, it gets frustrating. It's like Jim Gaffigan, that comedian is like, you know, he always makes fun of hiking because it's like, you're just walking and then you turn around and you walk. Like you didn't do anything. Right. And I get that, but it's important to do both. And it makes your grinding when you are in grind mode, like so much more satisfying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when you're hustling, cause you, you're doing something you're passionate about, you, you have all the energy in the world. You have all the ideas in the world. You can just fly and create. 10 times more than just you trying to make stuff out of nothing, just in perpetual grinding state. Okay. But I wanted to introduce the other half of this conversation, Benji, which is that there are a bunch of people who are using the word mental health to excuse selfish and lazy behavior. (laughs) Right? Like, I could see that, wow, I like having a spa day. Well, why don't I have two or three or five? Every day is spa day. And then I just turn into one of those ladies from LA who just are in a spa all day, every day, drinking wine, right? And then life becomes about Botox and blah, 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 right? It just becomes really self-absorbed. Have you experienced anything like that where, where it's kind of like this cover all
1: this, almost like an excuse. Well, I think it's, it's underneath all that. This, for me, it's in the context of people who are working on their sexual integrity is how to be honest with yourself, you know? And sure. how to re- recognize when you're being lazy, especially with something like pornography, masturbation, addiction, is the saying goes, addicts make the best liars. They also make the best liars to others and also to themselves. And especially like in this context, I think it's really, really easy for people to make up excuses and reasons why they can't address it, why they can't just join a group, a high new group, or just have the conversation is because it's always like, oh, once I turn 25, or once I'm blessed, or once I'm in a relationship, or once I, the new year comes around, or the new month starts, then I'll get serious about <laughs> know, how the reasons go. And it's an inability to be honest and, and realize like, okay, maybe I'm just not as serious as I want to be. And if that's yeah. the case well that's something to work on you know maybe you don't realize the impact of your decisions right now so it's kind of just a hypothetical someday you know maybe when i'm married it'll affect my relationship and then if it does then i'll address it you know that kind of thing the back of our mind so anyways when you ask that that kind of brings that up for me is like are we really being honest with ourselves or are we just kind of tricking ourselves into being lazy
0: that's really good point i think you know we had this conversation in uh in my my group, like the thread, the text thread that I have with the bootcamp, Mm. about the difference between laziness and intentional rest. And the difference is the intentionality, I think. Laziness is like the act of avoidance. You're avoiding doing the tough work by doing everything else other than that, right? Whereas resting is you do it with intentionality for a specific reason so that you can get back to the hard work of life, right? And so that that intentionality is really really important that you need to observe in yourself because we do have people who have been in our world the high noon world who haven't made much progress in sometimes years mm. they're kind of kicking the can and they're like well I'm joining a group right and they they show up but they're not really doing the real work they're you know oh, I'll get mm-hmm. to it I'll get to it and I had a conversation with another facilitator last week about this because he airs always on the side of it takes time it takes a long time for some people and so he's just there to kind of support them and love them and to me that's a very amazing maternal energy of like like i'll always be here to nurture you and to love you and to hug you right whereas the masculine energy like me in the boot camp it's more like i know what's possible in 3 months hmm. but the difference is there's a season for both if you're ready then don't make excuses and just do the work. Do the grind, but do it with intentionality and with all the power of like knowing that this is for this reason for this amount of time versus, hey, I'm just not ready. And if you're not ready, that's fine. Don't judge yourself. Just be honest with yourself that, yeah, you just don't want to take this seriously because <laughs> we, we've had people who joined a high noon group, didn't really do the work, and then they leave and they say, oh, this stuff doesn't work. And it's like, that's, that's yeah. not real. That's not a real. What do you mean it doesn't work? What, what about high noon doesn't work? The being in a group with other people sharing, honestly, that doesn't work? The age-old tradition of connecting with other human beings doesn't work? Of course it works, mm. but you have to be in the space to let it work, right? Mm. And if you're not, great. Just say, I'm not. I'll... But then if you want to change, just know that there's going to be a time When you have to cross that line and say, yes, I'm ready. And then to be willing to do that work. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you feel like as a facilitator, are you a more nurturing person like maternal energy or do you think more kicking, (laughs) kicking butts? That's a good question.
1: I think I'm kind of like everyone will make decisions on their own time, but at the same time, like outwardly, I'm very aggressive with people. You know what I'm saying? If they'll ask me. If they, if they want my help, I'll be like, you know, you can get your act together, your S-H-I-T together yes. <laughs> in a very short period of time. If you do the work, right? If you do it, you can. And especially if you're honest with yourself, you stop lying to yourself, do the thing that you know you need to do, but you don't want to do it. You know, we all have that thing, especially regarding sexual integrity or being in a relationship or being married or being a parent. We all have that thing we want to need to do, but we don't want to do it because we secretly have an agenda an underlying agenda to keep this habit with us our old way old way of being with us because it's a nice comfortable comfy couch it's a crutch that we lean on but if people are honest they can easily i mean the people that we work with in Hainan i mean vary of course in their addiction levels or their their especially in the ascend program pornography from like 1 to 10 most of them are quite frankly on you know not in the severe 9 10 range and if you're not up there it's pretty simple it's just to have a mental sh- mentality shift and get you on a place where you can be. As long as you're willing to be serious, intentional, make tough decisions, and actually just get rid of that gremlin in your closet, you know that you're keeping with you for whatever reason. So yeah, I think there's there's a lot people can do. So I try to push those buttons, especially if they're willing to do it, you know. And if they're not, then I try to ask them the right questions to get them honest with themselves.
0: Yeah, that's great. And so that that that's a challenge to everybody. Okay, look. In terms of mental health, in terms of taking care of yourself, are you grinding too much and do you need to take a break? That's more, again, that kind of masculine energy of go, go, go all the time, push, push, push. That's, you know, probably the energy that's been ruling the world since the beginning, right? Which is why wars start is like people just don't stop and talk, right? Mm. Like, oh, you're a human, I'm a human, instead of like, hey, I want that stuff under your feet. Duh right? Which happens when you're stressed out and just go, go, go. Are you grinding too much? Or on the opposite side, are you using too many excuses? Do you have a a palette of excuses to be the reason why you're not making progress? And if so, how long do you want to stay there, right? How much do you really actually want to take on this stuff that's holding you back? So guys, this is a really important time to know yourself, to listen to your self, to get in tune with how's my mind doing, how's my body doing, how's my heart doing, how's my spirit doing. When you become conversant in the languages of mind, heart, body, spirit, like when you speak fluently, those languages, it becomes very apparent what you need to do, right? You need, you understand when you should eat and when you should not eat, when you should work out, when you should rest, Mm -hmm. when you should pray and when you should get up and do something. When you should apologize and when you should just, you know, cut somebody out of your life. like <laughs> It becomes very apparent when you take the time to build self-awareness and that will make your understanding of why you do the things you do, watch porn, masturbate, or fantasize about other people or all this stuff. It becomes very obvious when you're doing it and it starts to also become more obvious why you do it and then you can start to change your habits. You cannot do any of this without self-awareness. You're just kind of locked into emotions. You don't know how to get out of them. So you try to escape them. And that's why porn is so prevalent in this society because so many people have so much thrown at them and they have no idea how to deal with all the stimulation, with all the problems, with all the stuff in the news. They don't know how to handle it. So they just want the greatest escape possible. So if you guys are really serious, guys and gals are really serious about achieving a high noon life which is a life that you're really proud of then please get to know yourself please understand when to push on the gas and when to push on the brakes and when to coast and when to pull over i'm going to use this analogy until it's dead pull over to the side of the road you know and take a nap Mm. right yeah yeah we want the very best for you but you Deep down inside, only know what's best for you, but you can only know what's best for you if you learn to understand what's best for you. It's not the first thing always that you think of. It's sometimes requires you to kind of go deep. So if you ever need any help, that's what we're here for. If you ever want to be challenged, that's what we're here for. If you ever want an embrace, that's what we're here for. If you ever want a group of other people like you, please sign up for a group. All of our stuff has always been free There's At some point, we're going to start charging a minimal amount, but we're a non-profit. We're doing this because we want as many people as possible to experience the high noon life. Isn't that right, Benji?
1: Yep, that's right.
0: And so please take action. Whatever action that, that needs to be, you define it and let us know if we can help. Okay? Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you somewhere, sometime. Yes, we will. Adios. Thank you very much. Hey, before you go, I wanted you to consider checking out High Noon Connect. So if you go to our website, highnoon.org, you'll notice, first of all, we have a brand new website, which is beautiful. And also, you'll notice that there's the opportunity to join High Noon Connect. The essence of what High Noon is morphing into is a community. We are better together, and sexual integrity involves other people, okay? If you're struggling with pornography, you need the help of brothers and sisters, of people in a community dedicated to helping lift you up. And even if you're not, if you're in a relationship and you just want more intimacy, more love, more joy, or if you're single and you just want to be a person that can live according to their values in the area of sexuality, and you want to be around a group of people who are fighting in the same way, then please go to highnoon.org and sign up for High Noon Connect. There's a free version and a paid version. We want to make this as accessible as possible. And we're a nonprofit, so we're not trying to make a buck here. We're just trying to create a community off of Facebook that gives a focused conversation, focused energy, focused attention on building sexual integrity as a cultural intention. So go to highnoon.org. We'll see you there.